Maryville University and Maryville Hockey present Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Brought to you by Caesars Entertainment. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Verizon Wireless, this is 5G built right. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Maryville University and Maryville Hockey. Big city lifestyle, small school feel, first class hockey experience. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs, on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning product gets the funk out of your equipment or office. By M-Drive, presenting partner of What Drives You, M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. By the University of Arizona. And by Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad at IcetimeHockeySW.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Maryville University and Maryville University Hockey Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right, welcome in hockey fans, especially our club hockey, our ACHA hockey fans. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you back in uh, familiar sites in uh, beautiful uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. My co-host, as always, Stephen Marsh, will be joining me shortly uh, from the uh, beautiful city of Las Vegas, Nevada, where he's preparing to watch a little AHL hockey tonight, and I'm a little jealous, to be honest with you. But Stephen Marsh, how are you, my friend? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I guess are you are you uh, getting familiar with with Scottsdale there again? You haven't been there in quite some time. You've been on the road again. Uh, you've been on the road again. <laughs> I like it. And you're going to be on the road again in a few days. Yeah. So <laughs> just gonna... oh goodness! And when I go on the road this time, Stephen, it's going to be for a good long time. So. Um... I'm jealous, and I, I and I know we're talking club hockey, and we're going to have our great guest on, uh, the uh, director of hockey at Maryville University and the uh, ACHA D1 head coach, John Hogan, will be joining us in a little bit. But I did want to say that I am jealous tonight because you're going to see the Henderson Silver Knights and the Colorado Eagles, and uh, my man Hunter Miska is in net for the uh, Colorado Eagles tonight, so... Get your camera focused and get me some pictures of my man, will you? There's still two hours to the puck drop, so fingers crossed that this game will happen. Because if if you're familiar, of course you were in Colorado oh, and you're gonna sick. <laughs> so, uh, but it looks like all systems are go for tonight, and yeah, it should be another good one for the Silver Knights and the in the Eagles. Of course, the Silver Knights beat the Eagles in in two of the three games up there. Of course, they didn't play that third game, but uh, two games up there beat them and. And they're playing them again here for a three-game series in Las Vegas, which we hope is going to actually be a three-game series. Absolutely. Well, uh, speaking of ACHA hockey, which is why we're here, talking about the uh, the uh, national tournament coming up in uh, Maryville, you know, at Maryville University in St. Joseph, Missouri. Um, we'll have John Hogan on, as I said shortly. But the rankings just popped out today, didn't they, Stephen? They did, and there's been some shuffling around again. As uh, <laughs> as we are kind of seeing, we up to twenty seven teams that have now participated in the in the season. They've played a certain amount of games, and Adrian College is now the number one uh, team in the ACHA rankings. Uh, the uh, let's see here. Let me go down here. Uh, Lindenwood is number two. Robert Morris number three. Liberty number four. Uh, Minot State number five. Ohio number six at four fourteen and zero. I want to mention that because I always think that's interesting. Lawrence Tech number seven. Uh, Indiana Tech is eight. Iowa State number nine and Jamestown number ten. So we look at Adrian is sixteen and one. Lindenwood thirteen and one. So that makes sense. And then yeah, it just continues continues down. But uh, and of course Maryville. If you look, if you want to expand it out uh, even further than that, uh, if you want to look at the um, rankings. Uh, Maryville is on there in, uh, let's see, number fifteen. Uh, I'm so going to yeah. ask. Uh, I'm going to ask our guest when John comes on a little bit about this because um, these rankings, yeah, you know as well as I do, it's really hard to figure out the ACHA rankings in a normal quote normal season. Uh, so definitely in COVID, things are really 
wacky. Um, I'm looking at a team like a Lawrence Tech. They, they played – it says one win, no losses, and two ties, and they're ranked number 10. Uh, now, I had this big discussion, and Steve and uh, Paul and I did on our college NCAA show. Um, how in the world can you compare teams that have played three games to teams that have played like Minot State where they played, what, 15 or uh, no more than that. They played 17, 18 games. Because a lot can happen in those game times, can't it? Yeah, I, absolutely. And and what's interesting is you got a team like, as I mentioned, Ohio, who's has four wins and 14 losses, and they're still pretty high up there in the in the rankings. I mean, I, you well, know. The top five. The top five. No, yeah, number, number six. So. Uh, it's, uh, well, am I looking at the wrong one? Because I've got the rankings out today, number six rankings from March 24th. That's today, right? That's and, today. Uh, yeah, that's I what I have. the wrong ones? Okay. I, okay. I'm I, on the ACHA website. Maybe that's my mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm on. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. But six, fifth, six, whatever the, whatever, whatever it is, because you got, got it a different than I do, obviously. But, um, it's, it's just amazing to me. And, and, and you want to even, I mean, and they base it so much on on goal differential, but I mean, a team could be playing, you know, who, who depends on who they're playing, you know, maybe they're blowing somebody out or or whatever like that. So, um, as we talked with uh, the Minot State coach last week, uh, Ray Regeer, you know, I think it's just a matter of you you getting in and finding a a spot in there and and getting a, a spot in there and 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 just you know because it's not going to be the typical twenty team format, so maybe there's not as there's not as many of the uh, early rounds as you've had, you know, there's going to be, it's just going to be kind of a, a lesser field. So it'll be more of a standard kind of, um, you know, and who you play is, is who you play. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's one of those years. I mean, I think, I think we're so fortunate that we're going to have an ACHA tournament, uh, you know, coming up here in a few <laughs> I, weeks. It just, I, I don't know, but yeah, it's, it makes you wonder. You, you wonder like a team like UNLV, had they wouldn't have been able to play, uh, and they would have had some a really good little three or four games. Could where would they have been? You know, would they've been in the mix? So, well, uh, how could just, they not have if uh, if a yeah. four and fourteen team like <laughs> exactly Ohio right exactly is, is number five? How could they not have been? So exactly. I, I don't know. Maybe John will have some answers for us when he comes on. We'll we'll ask. But anyway, the rankings are out. I'm not sure how much they mean. As uh, Wade Regeer said, he thought maybe his team would be higher, but he also stressed that he's just thrilled to be able to hopefully get a bid. I don't see how they could not get a bid. Um, they're the defending champions for one thing. And they, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, it's been a crazy year. I get it, but goodness gracious, we gotta, we gotta have some sort of normality a little bit if you're going to try to put on a national championship. So, and, and I, and I don't, and I don't know. And I don't know if this is a possibility because, uh, I think with this kind of a season, but you just look at teams that maybe are maybe are on the cusp, and you still got some some tournaments that will decide decide some auto bids or at least some conference auto bids that'll still be awarded. And I, I just you wonder, you know, just find a spot for Maryville in there, you know, just because they're hosting it, you know, give them a chance to to play, you know, in in this kind of a season with this kind of certainly you can kind of put, you know, I mean, if 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 they deserve to be in there, then they, des- you know, I mean, I, but I I I don't see why they couldn't have a a spot in, in, in the mix there, uh, you know, just because they're hosting it. I mean, that's, well, not, I, I that's think, not how it I should be. They deserved it, though, because yeah. look at their record. They got 10 wins against six losses. I mean, yeah. that's uh, that's no slouch of a season, especially if you got a team that's got four wins and you want to put them in. So, yeah. um, I, I don't know. It's uh, Well, it, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. If you have a team that's 4-14 and 14 and 5, and you got Maryville, which I, I, I guess, you know, they're av- – Average between fifteen and ten, depending on the the. There's two different uh, ones, but, but the goal differential set at seven. There's a lot of math involved with this, Scott. So get out your pen and paper here. And goal <laughs> differential limit set at one. And somehow they divide. Somehow they average the two. I don't know how how it's fully calculated, but and uh, so the they're ten, sixteen and one, and ten and one. So you know the average is in there. They're probably thirteen, fourteen. I don't know exactly what where they put them, but certainly they should. They're certainly they should find a spot for them. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but. Yeah, and I, I see where I was on a on on the page, but I was on a different part of it. So I see where the uh, the big pucks are. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah. Well, that yeah. That, yeah. That, 
the pucks yeah. and then below it they list it and then they have the full well i clicked on the part that said have the full computer rankings and that's where i came up with the gold differential seven and if you look at that ohio is listed as number five and why not state six uh, if you click on that link but anyway um we're just happy to have hockey back we're happy, happy to be able to uh to talk about hockey and and all the things that go along with it um Lots has been happening in all the different leagues. It's good to see the ACHA uh, going forward with their national tournaments. We talked about where they were going to be, right? Um, we have uh, the – do you have that in front of you, the, all the sites for the men's one, two, three, and then the women's one for this year? Uh, well, I remember from uh, – well, from – We know Minot. Minot's going to host one, and Bismarck Mandan's going to host a Division Two, correct? Yeah, but then we know, uh, and we know Saint, uh, we know Maryville's hosting the men's division one. So, right. So it's only the three that we're uh, we don't know about where division three is going to be at, and it's on the site. I, I just saw it, but I. Uh, uh, anyway, so do we know Stephen right now from what you've been able to come up with? How many more games people are going to be able to play before they determine this field, and and what day is the is the day that they will determine it? Have you figured that out yet? I have not. I have not seen any of that that on uh, across. I mean, here we are at the end of March, and we've got a few weeks. I would imagine in the next couple of weeks, you're probably going to see if if conferences are doing a little bit of a conference tournament. I think they might be. Then you might start to see that over the next couple of weeks. And I would think the um, as we get to the next few weeks, that um, I'm trying to see if it says in here if um, when the next rankings are going to or when it's going to be uh, the next ranking. but um... Well, you know what? I I love the, the ACHA for all that they do, but I'm a little frustrated that it's so difficult because um, to find where you're going anyway, because you're looking at, uh, okay, here we go. Here's your here's your national tournaments. Maryville University in St. Louis, uh, Division One men. Division Two will be played uh, in Mandan and uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, which is just right next to each other. And uh, the Division Three will be in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Women's Division One will be in the Mesa Arena in Minot, North Dakota. So let's take a quick break, and let's come right back with uh, the man, John Hogan, in about two minutes. Looking for a big school college hockey experience in a small school setting? Then Maryville University could be for you. Playing in the brand-new 2,000-seat Maryville University Hockey Center, the Saints enjoy a first-class athletic experience as the men compete against ACHA powers such as Lindenwood, Central Oklahoma, and Missouri State. This year, the D1 men's team will start their third season of competition, adding an ACHA D2 men's team as well as a new ACHA D1 women's team. All three teams will call this two-sheet, 84,000-square-foot arena home and give any player a varsity-level feel. Located in the suburbs of St. Louis, Maryville is the second-fastest-growing private university in the country and offers both a world-class education and a first-class athletic experience. For more, go to MaryvilleSaints.com. At the heart of any good cocktail is the quality of the spirit ease. And if you want to make the best margaritas, or if you just want a straight shot of the best tasting tequila, then Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila is the brand for you. Award-winning Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila has the taste you want to make perfectly blended cocktails. Whether you're celebrating an overtime game winner with friends or relaxing by the pool after a long work day. Find your bottle, be it in Arizona or elsewhere in the U.S., Visit us at MexicanMoonshine.com. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila. Award-winning taste since 2011. Hi, everybody. This is Jay from OxyPal. You probably know our products for being used on your gear to eliminate the odor and bacteria from your sports gear and, and your gym and all that stuff. Um, in, in light of current events, uh, we have uh, switched up and added a new product to our production line. It's called our Have a Nice Day Hand Sanitizer. Um, it is exclusively for use on your skin, whereas our other 
products have been exclusively for use on your fabrics and, and, and gear. Uh, this product is available here at my shop. It's available on my website at www.oxypow.com. And you can pick it up or we can ship it to you anywhere in the United States. All right, we're back. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly presented by Maryville University and the Maryville University Saints Hockey Program. And it's our pleasure again, Stephen, to bring on the man, the guy running the show in Maryville and also the host of the 2021 ACHA Men's Division I Hockey Championships, John Hogan. How are you, my friend? We're, we're doing well. How are you guys doing? Oh, well, we're hanging in there. We're just thrilled to have hockey. And Stephen and I have spent a little over three weeks trying to figure out how the ACHA is coming up with their rankings. But <laughs> that was a joke, John. <laughs> you know, um, the, the, I know that I, oh, huh, 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 uh, the, I think, I think he agrees with you, sense, but, uh, but should they make sense? That's a, that's a totally other, that's a totally different, uh, that's a totally different question. Okay. So here's the, here's the thrill of the whole thing. Hockey's coming back. It's going to be in your backyard. Yeah, I'll You've bite my tongue before I say games. something I shouldn't say. Yeah, exactly. Just, just stay on the good side. <laughs> but anyway, hockey is back. ACHA hockey is back. You guys have played some games. So I want to start right there, John. Tell us about your season so far. Because when I look at the record, uh, it's a winning record, isn't it? I'm not hearing John. Yeah, can you can you guys hear me okay? Oh, now I can. Yep, yeah, now I can. I wasn't hearing you for a minute there. Okay, so tell us about your uh, tell us about your team. I, I know that there seems to be a lag. Okay, so something's going on where we're. Uh, we're I can see that your okay. your little <laughs> circle is lighting up, so I can tell you're talking, but I'm missing you, Stephen. Can you hear him? Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're ten and six, and um, you know it's it's been a. Bit of a roller coaster. Oh, I think I think we're having some some issues there. Yeah, I I heard him for a little bit, then I and lost that, him again, and I can yeah. see he's talking because the little circle is lighting up. That yeah. means uh, something's happening. So maybe uh, we try to get uh, John reconnected again and, uh, and see what's going on. But in the meantime, oh, let's see if he. Hold on a second. I think he's back. John, are you back there? <laughs> oh, I love technology, don't you? Can you guys hear me? <laughs> now we can. Okay, there was. Oh, there we go. There was like a five. There was like a five second lag every time when I was talking. So. Um, I think you're better now because it sounds good. Okay. Okay. My pretty voice can be heard now. <laughs> um, so, so to your question, um, after our technical difficulties there, um, you know, we're, we're, we're 10 and six and we've, it's been an interest, interesting semester to say the least. I, I don't think a group has had probably the pressure and maybe the stress, uh, like our group has in terms of getting tested three times a week. And, you know, basically you're just kind of, uh, getting 48 hours at a time to kind of feel like you're a normal kid again and be able to get on the ice and then, you gotta hold your breath again and get tested again, and it's um, it can wear on a group. And I'm really proud of the guys and the the way that they've persevered through the through the adversity. Uh, put something together to to have a national tournament now in in our in our home ring. So it's it's um, I'm proud of the guys. You know, we we've played some pretty good hockey. Um, I don't think any coach can expect, um, you know, the the level, the potential this this semester. But um, we're all in the same boat from from that standpoint. So we need to um, kind of find a way to to find it here for the next three weeks to practice hard and um, you know give the old college try when uh, when everyone comes in town in the middle of April. So, 
John, I was going to ask you, and then Stephen's going to jump in, I promise, but uh, <laughs> uh, do you know the cutoff date as to when you will know who, who is actually in the tournament for you? Um, we will find out Sunday night. Um, I think Brian Moran will start phoning uh, individuals. And then maybe Monday, I think uh, he'll phone some some other people, and I think we'll we'll figure it out. Maybe Monday or Tuesday, then that have made it will become official. So, um, my, so I guess so the official uh, answer first would part be of next week, huh? Would uh, yeah, yeah. Would uh, my official answer would be uh, ask Brian Moran? Um, but but I think we'll <laughs> I think we'll know I think we'll know uh, for sure publicly Monday or Tuesday. Okay, and will you play games uh, after that date then? Still, just to be tuned uh, up or what? Teams have that uh, have are allowed to do that. I know Minot and Jamestown are, are planning to do so, and I know some teams have talked to, with each other to, uh, depending on where where they are, to see if you can play a tune-up game. I know Liberty has reached out to us uh, to maybe see if we can play a tune-up game the the week of. So that's just uh, that's a that's a team by team program by program basis and, and decision that those teams have to make for themselves. So, um, but on, on the books, I know Minot and Jamestown are doing it. And I know there's a couple teams that are talking with one another. Okay. Steven, go ahead. Yeah, John, I just want to ask is, is there a set uh, time on like when teams are going to arrive and then is there going to be a period where teams will have to kind of like go through like a, maybe like a quarantine period or at least be able to, know that they're negative tests before they can they can start playing it is all that been decided yet on how how that's aspect of things are going to happen when teams arrive to to your guys's area there to, to play the tournament yeah we're we're finalizing um all those key points in terms of the acha and um, it's it's member organizations as well as making sure that we're falling in line with st louis county guidelines and you know, the things at Maryville, the, the hockey center and Maryville as a university feels are, are appropriate. So the, the current mitigation plan that's gone out is, you know, everyone needs to test, uh, you know, uh, the week that they come in, but then we're, we're also working on uh, a couple other options um, to test uh, sometime throughout the, the tournament. And um, th those, those details are being finalized here in the, um, are, are being finalized this week. So then when those teams are, uh, you know, selected and, and qualified and uh, everyone knows who's coming in town next week kind of thing. The, the final, um, you know, points and details will, will be given out to, to those teams. So everyone knows what's happening and everyone knows uh, what to expect and uh, what's expected out of them when they, when they arrive here in St. Louis. Okay. And then a kind of a follow-up to that, John, is there are going to be some fans, but it's uh, a little bit of a different situation on how the fans are determined as well too. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. So the the ACHA with with the hockey center kind of following best practices in St. Louis have determined a, a pass list, uh, which is pretty common in uh, a lot of these tournaments uh, in, in a pandemic world was was the best avenue to to move forward with. So each team has the the ability to the per purchase a pass list, and that um, each team has the the ability to have seventy five fans. Um, in the arena at, uh, for their specific games. So, for example, if Lindenwood's playing, you know, uh, Kinesis or something, uh, Kinesis has the opportunity to have a pass list, and, and Lindenwood does, and, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of different mitigation and social distancing and, and um, cleaning and disinfecting that will go on in the, in the facility, but the, the arena holds about 800 to 800 a thousand uh, fans in, in our uh, big uh, sheet so you know 150 uh, that's that's well under the the 20 percent uh, mark and and that's kind of uh, you know that any anywhere between 25 percent is kind of the uh, from a venue standpoint is what's being uh, is, is considered best practices in St. Louis right now so us coming under the 20%, probably closer to 15 or 17, uh, I think makes the hockey center, makes the ACHA, makes Maryville University, um, you know, uh, uh, secure and uh, feel like we're given a safe and, and healthy 
you know, free, free of COVID experience for, for our student athletes and also their families. How, how about media? Do they let media in there? Will we be part of that percentage? Uh, uh, you know, that, that, that depends. That depends. Depends who you are. Yeah. It depends who you are. Depends who you are. You gotta, you gotta know a guy. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Scott, Scott, I think you might know somebody. <laughs> well, if he continues to admit that he's a friend of mine, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, everything kicks off. If I've got my dates right, April 15th, Friday, is that correct? So April, so April 16th is the Thursday, I believe. And that's when there's practices. The 17th, I believe is the Friday, okay. 17, 8, no, 17, 18, or maybe 16th. I, 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 it all, it all combines, uh, uh, I, I've got a calendar in front of me. I can tell you for sure. Uh, looks like 15th <laughs> is the, uh, is the Thursday and then the 16th is game number one starts at uh, 10, 15 on Friday. And then it, all culminates with a national championship game on Tuesday at seven. Correct. That that is that is correct. Okay, I feel much better now because that's when I book my room for. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is correct. So I, I think you know there's there's one more ranking still come out Sunday or that's the that's the final drop drop date. So um, you know it's there's I'm sure there'll still be some juggling of. Uh, of the rankings in the next couple of days, but it's, um, it's a good feeling for our group for sure to, to feel like we're, you know, we're, we're in front of McKendry, who's our closest MCH, um, you know, team. And, and we feel pretty confident that, you know, we've done our job to get the auto bid and we'll just get to wait to see who we're, who we're playing. So you don't know for sure. Or do you have a rough idea where you'll be seated at this point or not quite? Not, not, you know, your, your guess is better than mine. Um, you know, I would think anywhere but, but between the be 11 and 14 saying, mark for, for us. To... Okay. Correct. Correct. Yeah, yeah, it should be, but you know, you know, the rankings, you know, uh, you know how that all works yeah, unfortunately, or how it doesn't work. Unfortunately I, guess. I do. Maybe you should, maybe you should have taken Ohio's path and went, went only four games and lose 13 games and be up there in number five or six. Maybe you should have done that path. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna bite my. Thumb. I know you. I know you don't want to comment on this. You're, you're, okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna bite my thumb. So, so John, <laughs> leave John, it to us to do that, <laughs> or Scott to do it. So, because he, he's gonna be there. So. <laughs> so, John, let me let me tell you. Last week we had Wade. Yeah, Rager yeah, on. yeah. If they need a if if they need a punch if they need a punching <laughs> bag. Exactly. <laughs> uh, last week, John, we had uh, Wade Regeer on, and we were talking to him about it. And uh, I, we posed the same questions to him about the rankings. And he said, "You know, in a normal year, I might be more upset, but this year, I'm just, uh, I'm just thrilled to be able to go to a national tournament and and uh, get down to St. Louis and and have a good time with, uh, you know, with the team." So, I mean, I'm guessing that's how a lot of teams are just looking at it right now. It's like, just get me in, and we'll win our way to the championship if we need to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and for us it's it's really special that we get to do it on our own rink. So it's you know, you know everyone's coming our way and just who are we playing? Um and we've done so much. Uh, our guys have, you know, sacrificed so much that you know, then you know, it's it's gonna be a matchup and it doesn't matter who you play and um obviously if you look at the rankings you can, you know, get go down that rabbit hole and you know, get, get bent out of shape, but that's not going to do you any good. It's, you know, Hey, this is, these are the rules and this is who we're playing. And it's, it's based off of computer rankings and, and in a COVID in a COVID world, uh, you know, who cares? Um, you know, Wade, Wade's uh, point is, is, is right on, right on the money there. It's, uh, hey, we, we get an opportunity to keep playing hockey. You get an opportunity, uh, the teams that have played to, to go and try to win a national championship. And that's, um, anytime you can uh, put a team in a national tournament, that that's something special. So, um, to to his point, you know, hey, we're just we're just happy we're playing hockey, and and uh, whoever is on the other side, uh, you know, we'll tip our cap to him and say let's 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 play some hockey. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it, Stephen. You got another one for John? Yeah. So, uh, John, I guess another part of this would be the. To- the broadcast. I know the ACHA usually has has ways of doing that, but are are you guys involved in any of that and, and getting and making sure uh, the games are going to be able to be streamed and getting them out on so people can watch from wherever they are? 
Uh, yeah. So the usually the the folks out in uh, Utah helped the CHA put on a pretty gar- darn good show. I know when it was in Frisco, they did they did a fantastic job and had a lot of people coming from all across the, the country to come and, and help out. But um, you know, with uh, with things being different and being a much more scaled back event. Um, Maryville is going to be helping do a lot of the broadcasting and, um, you know, that's, it's, it's perfect because we've really tried to ramp up our broadcasting this, um, this semester. So it'll be a good, uh, opportunity for us to showcase some of the things that we've done from a, from a broadcasting standpoint. And I think, uh, I think most of the games will be, um, on a subscription basis uh, on hockey TV. So I know we're working through some of those de- details still right now. And, and Craig Barnett, as executive director, is kind of heading that, um, um, you know, that, that challenge of, uh, of being able to put our stream on hockey TV for for friends and family and just fans uh, across the country to watch uh, good college hockey. So um, Maryville is helping and uh, doing a lot of the, um, you know, broadcasting and, uh, you know, announcing and, and all those kind of things. So we, we have a great team and it's going to be an awesome opportunity for them to uh, showcase their, their talents and, um, you know, call and, and see other good teams that are coming in and saying, okay, we, at Maryville, it's a, it's just going to be a great opportunity for everyone in our program. Yeah, totally. Um, John, I made the tour on the NCAA side of things uh, last weekend and I was up in Grand Forks to see the NCHC tournament and then down to Mankato to see some of the uh, WCHA tournament and now headed over to uh, Loveland, Colorado for the West regional this weekend. But, one of the things that I was really impressed with was that the NCHC uh, had limited fans. They had 2,500 at Ralph Engelstead Arena, but they also uh, had 10,040 COVID tests and nobody, no positive cases out of everybody that was there. Here's the ironic part. Colorado College in Denver came in really, really shorthanded. Like I'm talking uh, Colorado College had 16 active players and only one goaltender. And uh, Denver, I think, was down to like 17, but had two or three goaltenders. So um, do you anticipate anything like that being an issue for you guys? Uh, when, you, when, you, uh, when you say you guys, is that Maryville or, or is no, it tournament no, at large? I, I don't, yeah, tournament at large. I know you guys are okay. Uh, I'm yeah. talking about the tournament at large. Do you anticipate that there might be some issues like that? or? I, I sure hope not, but I, that's why we have a mitigation plan in place. And, um, you know, that's – that's been uh, drafted and been sent out uh, with in collaboration with one, the ACHA, Maryville University, St. Louis uh, County guidelines and officials, and, and all those and all those things. And um, you know, has been overlooked by um, you know some some health officials in, in the area. So we we obviously don't have the resources uh, the ACHA like the NCAA and some of the conferences, but we we do feel like um, as we're fine tuning. Um, the last details, I, I think we're doing um, uh, plenty to give our, our student athletes, uh, one, the opportunity to play in a safe, um, you know, environment and, and also um, make sure that we're doing everything in our power with the resources that we have. So, um, you know, we feel like, hey, teams, you know, before you come to St. Louis, make sure you you all test negative and um, travel to St. Louis, play a couple games and um, somewhere in the mix, um, you know, the teams will probably have to get tested um, again while they're while they're in St. Louis. And again, those are some details we'll, we're still trying to figure out um, and um, you know find out what what's best, what's the best practices. So um, you know, if we don't want it to happen, but if someone you know has uh, has COVID symptoms and, and those things uh, come up, you know, we have a plan in place to to tackle that head on and. Um, Unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. But um, lucky enough to have a really um, good university um, in Maryville, and um, you know that 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 goes up, that goes uh, above the 
uh, call of duty to make sure that we're doing everything, um, you know, for our student athletes. So, so let me, Stephen, if I can, let me quickly follow up on that. Cause John, a couple of things. Um, I've had two COVID tests over this whole year. Um, the first one was the nasal swab. The second one was the spit test, which I had uh, on my way back from Minnesota, actually headed in Minnesota, uh, see be a week tomorrow. And, and uh, so, what have you so guys Matt, been doing? Have you one standard that you've been you've been doing? Is it is it all a certain type or various tests? Yeah. So uh, at least at Maryville, we've uh, as a high contact sport, high intense, all that kind of good stuff. We've been testing three times a week. Um, we're, again, we're at a university, um, you know, with the leadership of Dr. Lombardi, and um, all the way down to our AD Lonnie folks that. Um, goes the extra mile to make sure that we're um, doing everything in our power to, to keep our community and keep our students and our student-athletes safe. So we're testing uh, our student-athletes three times a week in the hockey program, and they get and, a – And that's a, a nasal test? They get a nasal swab uh, every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday. So, um, again – So they're used the, to it. <laughs> oh, this this ain't nothing. You know, <laughs> I know there's some teams that, you know, haven't been doing any testing and – um, you know, this is just all par for the course for us. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing different and maybe that, maybe that'll be a good thing for us. Um, <laughs> you know, as the, as the week of the tournament comes and maybe some of these other teams that haven't tested as much, um, you know, our guys, they're, they're not, they're, they're nostrils. It's uh, Hey, let's, let's get up there. Let's do it all over again. Let's do this. You know, hey, it. okay. And, and the second follow up to that was, um, Frank Serratore was on with us a couple of, geez, a month ago now, I guess, and we were talking about the health of his team. And he said, hey, my guys are pretty healthy because everybody had it now. Uh, so they're in that 90-day window where they can't, we're not going to worry about them. They've already had their uh, <laughs> had their COVID bout. He said, it's kind of like the old chicken pox party where we get everybody together, the mothers would get them together and make sure everybody got chicken pox at one time. Yeah. Um, so your team, have you had players that have, gone through it i know the last time we talked you said you had it but other players have gone through it and and been okay yeah 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 we've we've been lucky the guys that have had it um have uh, had very um you know minor to, to mild symptoms and um you know some guys are still in that 90-day window some guys uh are out of that 90-day window but uh, everyone that's had it on our in our group which you know I, I don't know the percentage of the guys that have had it but everyone that has had it um, you know, they've, they've quarantined and, you know, that's why for a little bit there this season, we had to kind of, sh- uh, you know, cancel some games over a two week span just to, to quarantine everyone and to keep everyone isolated from one another. But it's, uh, like I said, it's par for the course. Uh, I don't think they had a chicken pox party, uh, to, to your point. Uh, I don't think that's, uh, well, that would only think... come from Frank Saratori. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That would, Yes. But uh, I think for them, there there uh, there probably is a little herd immunity built up uh, in our group right now. But uh, there, there's 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 no hiding from it uh, no, in our program. No. I mean, you're testing three times a week. Uh, yeah, you, you can't go hide in the corner and say, "Oh, I don't have anything going on." Yeah, if if you got it, we'll we'll find it. Okay, Stephen, you can jump in after this, and I have one more I gotta ask. Uh, John, you probably heard that uh, St. Lawrence got into the national NCAA tournament won their way in, won their conference, earned a spot, and one day later found out that they weren't getting into the tournament and they'd been replaced by Notre Dame due to a positive test from the coach. How could you – tell me, just from a coach's perspective, how would you be able to uh, reconcile that, if that's a, a, a term I could use? Yeah, I guess I'd just uh, hit that recruiting trail pretty hard because you might have a lot of answers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, again, I, I, I'm the I'm the first one to. I remember it was um, it was over Thanksgiving when I got it, and I remember that time of we were kind of hoping we would play in the second semester, and hey, you know, we're going to be testing all this, you know, and coaches are going to get tested too. And you're going to, everyone's going to get tested three times a week and all this fun stuff. And <laughs> I remember thinking, man, you know, that'd be really tough if, if the team's doing everything in their power and man, coach pops like, wow, that's, that's, that's some uh, lead by example kind of thing. And, you know, as, as these thoughts are running through my head, I get a, I get a bit of a headache over Thanksgiving and a, and a cough, a little cough. And I said, Oh, 
go in and get my get swabbed and hey hey mr hogan you you got it and i said okay i guess uh, i don't i don't have to worry about that as much uh at least stress over it so obviously my 90 day uh period is uh has come up and i i'm getting the nostrils uh like everyone else but uh i hope that i don't have to go through uh that like like st lawrence um, oh, that's, what a that's, terrible uh, that's, thing oh uh, yeah what what, what an opportunity wanna... and, and what, su- what such su- su- yeah, success that that, uh, that team has had over the last couple of weeks and uh, to kind of uh, get tripped up at the end. That's, that's unfortunate, and, and, and it's, it's not necessarily anyone's fault. It's just uh, unfortunate yeah, it's circumstances. Just... Exactly. Okay, yeah. Stephen, I- I've hogged them enough now. You got some more. Well, I just want to add to that. I, you know, what we just saw, we just had the first week of the March Madness, the basketball tournament, and, and you had a team like in VCU who, who was in the tournament, but like the day before, they had positive tests, and so they couldn't play. And then instead of just, you know, because there's no time to reschedule games, they just said Oregon moves on. So imagine imagine a team that, that works all that hard, they get a spot in the tournament, and because of a, some positive tests within the program, they can't play. And the team that they were going to play just automatically advances. So I mean, that's that just this is it's just crazy. But uh, but John, I want to ask you this because you know when you look at when you look at your guys' team, and, and actually when you look at how, you know how COVID's kind of changed things, how it's this season with regards to the national tournament, it's actually kind of helped benefited you guys because you guys now are a beneficiary of that because now you get to host this tournament, even though it's just this modified version that this this division won this season. But, you know, it, it was going to be in Boston. Obviously, you had to get moved around. So that's been kind of a benefit for you guys to have an opportunity to, to, to be the ones ta- or tasked with this responsibility of hosting this tournament and being able to do it under these conditions. So what is that, what is that whole uh, experience been like as you had a chance to maybe think about that at all? You know, I, I, don't, I don't know if it's a privilege or uh... – um, or something else. Uh, it's uh, it's a lot of work. That's for darn sure. Um, you know, or if it's a burden, I guess would be the uh, the opposite of that. But you know, it, kind of early on when this when COVID was, uh, you know, when we were in the the dog days of COVID, and I just think everyone like you know this thing's not going to Boston. It's on the East Coast. They're not going to have five, you know, seventy two teams at one location. That doesn't make sense. So. So then when, um, you know, some of these, um, you know, the, the, uh, the different divisions were looking for places to go, um, I know at the Division One level, men's, you know, I think uh, Minot threw their, uh, their hand up. I think Liberty threw their hand up at a time. And I thought to myself, you know, one, you know, St. Louis is centrally located um, for the teams that are playing and for, for our own program. Um, what, what an opportunity in our second year of D1 hockey to showcase one, our facility, and then hopefully um, if we make it to, um, to, for our guys to, to play in their own facility. Um, you know, not, not to mention the, the financial implications that that does for a program and, and, and just the health and uh, well-being for our student-athletes. You know, now, now Maryville players don't have to get on a bus. We don't have to go cater food. We don't have to go um, sleep in hotels. They can – sleep in their own beds. Um, so, so to your point, there is a, there is a, uh, there, there have been teams that have benefited uh, a little bit from COVID and um, you know, every opportunity that, that comes about, if it's uh, you know, you got to take advantage of it. So I think the, from a recruiting standpoint, we've really done well this, this recruiting season in a COVID world. And I think in the, uh, in the interim um, from a day to day standpoint, Putting our putting our program on the map, if it's uh, throwing our hand up to to help host a national tournament, um, to us making the national tournament for the first time in our in our program, I think uh, we we've done a lot of really good things this year. Now you you, know, you guys are going to be getting the national tournament the the full one in the, in the future too, right? I mean, this isn't replacing that, right? Because I know you guys were scheduled to get one, so you guys are still going to get a full national tournament with all the divisions coming, or is is this going to replace that opportunity? No, so next, so next season, um, the the official uh, national tournament will be going to Centene, which is where the Blues practice, and also where the Lindenwood uh, University has their teams out of, and that's a that's a three sheet uh, facility, um, state of the art. Um, so it's it's pretty pretty cool that St. Louis Hockey has uh, built two fantastic uh, ice facilities here in the last two years. 
Um, but officially that will be at that uh, location, but um, it is planned that there will be some overflow. Um, one, one or two divisions might just house themselves at, at the Maryville University Hockey Center um, just to make it easy. So, um, you know, on, uh, on, uh, on paper, it's, posted, it's, it's hosted in St. Louis, Missouri, um, at the Centene, um, you know, Community Ice Center. But the, the, the thought all along was for, for some teams in uh, a division or two to, to play at the Maryville University Hockey Center as a as There you are. You guys, you guys keep coming in and out. Well, you, you're coming in and out uh, as well, at least on my end, you are. So I'm not sure. Oh, now we lost him again. There's Scott there, but that's Scott. Are you are you on as well? Yeah, I'm here. I'm okay, here. Scott, I just oh. was on mute, waiting to hear from John. So okay, so I think he's back. Can you hear me now, John? Are you there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys keep going in and out. I don't know if it's my connection or your connection. I think it's your connection because well, Stephen and I hear each other pretty well. So. Well, that's great. Well, that's great. I'm glad you guys can meet. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you didn't hear my full question, it was to, to shout out the people that are helping you put this whole thing on because I know from off ice to on ice to everything it takes, it's a you already alluded to it's a big job, but I just shout out and give us some numbers as to. So what it's going to take to make this work for the uh, the national tournament? Yeah, you know we're going to have over probably fifteen um, ECHA officials that are going to come in um, to to help the uh, to run. If that's Brian Moran, um, you know Andy Stork, Russ, Chris Perry, Craig Barnett, all those people that are going to be one that have been planning for this, but are also coming in to to help facilitate it. Um, you know. The, the ACHA, it's a, it's a thankless job that those guys do. So um, shout out to them. And uh, I know from a Maryville standpoint, um, you know, the hockey center and, and it's uh, facility managers and, and they're, they're, they're ready for everyone to come. And I know it's going to be a big task. I know they're, they're going to be ready for it, but uh, again, another thankless job. And, to, to those media people, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> you, you know, they're, they're the ones that uh, put, put ourselves on the map. And um, if it's, you know, our game day operations, people that are running the boxes or the score sheet or the scoreboard or the cameraman or the broadcast, all, all those people that are going to be doing a lot of work over a short period of time um, with COVID protocol in place, I know um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. So, um, you know, it's a, it takes a village to run a program and it takes even a bigger village to um, run, run an event uh, of this size uh, and in a, and in a COVID world. So, um, you know, uh, you gotta, th got to thank a lot of people and especially the folks at Maryville university who have, uh, you know, gone above and beyond the call of duty to, to make sure that we're, we're doing everything that we're supposed to be doing, um, giving our student athletes a, a health, a healthy and, um, you know, um, uh, environment to play in. Yeah, totally agree with you. And it's even doubly hard when you got a team in there because you still want to prepare your team the way you normally would, right? So you can compete at the highest level. Oh yeah, we have a team in there. I forgot. Shoot, <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I love that part of it. Okay, uh, let's run it down again. I've got the dates in front of me, so we're going to start on uh, officially game one is ten fifteen a.m. I'm assuming that's the central time zone uh, on Friday, the 16th of April. You're going to go Saturday the 17th, Sunday the 18th. Monday will be the semifinals on the 19th, and then we'll wrap it all up with a championship game on the 20th. Uh, my plans right now, John, are to be there to see Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I can't wait to uh, to see what kind of, what kind of not only – production there is but also the uh 
the quality of play because I know there's a lot of great teams that are still out there. Other than yourself, if you had to pick somebody that's the the, uh, the leader in the clubhouse to win this thing, who, who do you put your money on? I know I go you gotta with, say the same. So yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, you know, who who who? who there's a, there's a lot. There the the cool thing about even in a pandemic year with you know a little under half the teams playing, you know, the big dogs are still in the fight. You know, Adrian right. Lindenwood, Liberty, uh, Minot. So that you know that that that's what makes it fun for for um, maybe the teams that haven't been there like ourselves. Like this isn't. Um, you know, a throwaway tournament by any stretch because only half the teams are playing. If anything, this national tournament, the teams that have come have uh, maybe done more uh, than, than an average team to, to get to this point with all the things that they've had to done in the adversity and the obstacles that they've been faced with. So for me, it's uh, the, the competition is going to be as stiff as ever, and uh, the teams that are coming are going to be as prepared and probably battle-tested as ever because there's been so much stuff off the ice Right, um, but uh, I'm uh, I'm going with the dogs uh, from Maryville. I you know. I, All right, uh, yeah. I like it. So it's uh, you know we we've we've done a lot and we've learned a lot. And even this past weekend with us splitting a series against McKendry, um, there, there's still th- some things that we can improve on. And I don't think that the ACHA has seen our best punch. So um, we're going to make sure that we can throw our best punch either that Friday or Saturday. So then. Uh, our friend Scott Strandy can see us battle uh, on that Sunday. <laughs> Darn right, boy! I'm going to be there. If if you're playing Saturday, I might have to try to get there early just to make sure there I'm there for it all. I gotta say, just pedal harder. <laughs> John, thanks for joining us. I know we had a little uh, connection issues, but I think we got the gist of what's going on. It's hockey uh, in the uh, in the great St. Louis area, and I can't wait to get there to spend some time there because it's it's a beautiful city and. Your facility is awesome. I know you guys are going to do a great job, and and we're thrilled to be a part of it. So thanks for coming on and giving us the latest update, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. Yep. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. That's John Hogan, the uh, director of hockey, head coach from the Maryville Saints, the ACHA D1 program, and the host of the ACHA D1 National Tournament. We're going to take another quick break. We're going to come right back. And Stephen and I will wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly in two Club months. Hockey Southwest Weekly. Let's get it right. <laughs> uh, sorry, Club Hockey. You got it. My bad. When looking to continue your education, consider Maryville University. Located in the St. Louis suburbs and with small class sizes, Maryville is the second fastest growing private university in the country. With over 3,000 undergrad students on campus and more than 10,000 online, Maryville University provides a cutting-edge, robust learning experience for the 21st century. From the sciences and education to business and more, our undergrad and grad programs promise an individualized, hands-on experience that's truly crafted for today's student. For information on our campus life, programs, and more, visit our website at maryville.edu. If you live in the Valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. 
All right, we are back. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. I got it right, Stephen. Uh, right here on a Wednesday night, as always. We're a little early tonight because I said this week we have so much hockey to cover, and Stephen's going to a game here shortly to see a little AHL hockey for us. And uh, I will be leaving very early Saturday morning and heading off to uh, Loveland, Colorado for the NCAA tournament. But, uh, Stephen, anything that we missed with John? I know we had a few uh, issues with uh, with touching all the communication parts of it, but uh, your thoughts on the way things are playing out for the national tournament in Maryville at Maryville. No, I think it's exciting that we're going to see this national tournament. Uh, it's exciting for, for them to obviously he says very stressful too, having to be helping uh, put all this together uh, with the help of the ACHA folks and, and being able to, to go decide on the protocols and how that's all going to work. And, um, but it's a great opportunity, you know. I asked, you know, I asked him, you know, as tough as the situation the COVID has been, it's a it's a benefit for them because you know they get the opportunity to have this the scaled down version of the national tournament, the Division One teams for the men to come and 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 see their facility and to play play them and or or maybe play Maryville Maryville's in the field and have a chance to at least come to come to Maryville and check out that facility and and certainly have some of the ACHA folks there as well and and. Um, you know, because it was going to be in Boston, so this is a, a nice little pivot for them. And of course, next year it's going to be in that same sort of area. So, you know, it's 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 a great opportunity for for that program and for the programs in that area to really showcase uh, their facilities there. So that's that's kind of a nice little benefit that's come from this. And I know it's caused a lot of um, of stress and and certainly a lot of t- time for John to, Hogan to put this together, but help put it together. But um, it's in capable hands, and I think it's going to be a a great tournament. And he also mentioned too that, and I've mentioned this before that it's a great opportunity for for teams that aren't in, normally in the realm of of things be able to um, have a chance to compete because it's, it's a smaller field of teams playing. So it gives an opportunity for that to to happen. So yeah, you know what? And I also uh, I also think that what's going to end up happening, uh, Stephen, is that you're going to see some of these teams use this as a stepping stone to become a better program. Uh, because once you go to something like a national tournament, um, the recruiting seems to get a little better. The uh, the image seems to get a little better, which of course breeds confidence. And the next thing you know, you got you got teams that made an appearance in this tournament that are now starting to become more um, appearance ready teams for future. Fair enough. Yeah, definitely, and it's uh, it's. It's good to see, and uh, and uh, so yeah, it's 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 going to be great, and it's exciting that you're gonna you're gonna be there. Uh, thankfully, you know a guy that that be, should be able to get you in. So <laughs> I'm glad that you got the I'm glad you that you got else. the date sorted out and and the times out because I know sometimes times with you don't mix, but it oh, looks like you got it all you got it all sorted out there. So it looks like you're you're good you can't to even go. Go there with me on that now because <laughs> things have really gotten messed up with Arizona being on Arizona time. <laughs> and then Mountain Time, and then Central Time, and then Eastern Time. Uh, I am a total mess, but I'll just try to follow along. That's right. We're, 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 back in the same, we're back in the same time zone again. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you've got AHL hockey tonight, the Henderson Silver Knights that are still unbeaten at home against the uh, Colorado Eagles, so enjoy that one. I'm also going to send you out there on the weekend because I'm going to be obviously gone, but um, – Hopefully, I can see some stuff. Uh, the Eagles play when they uh, when they're when I'm in Colorado and making my rounds around that way, and then uh, fill out the full schedule. But I can tell you what, my back, Stephen, is already feeling better knowing it's going to be a hour and forty minutes on an airplane instead of fourteen hours in a car. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be great. But you got to go to an NHL game uh, last night in Arizona, so that had to been pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and it was a. Uh, it was Arizona a good game, Coyotes. too. Yeah, Arizona Coyotes and Colorado Avalanche. Um, the Coyotes won it. They came back. They, they, they took a 2 nothing lead. They fell behind 4-2. to two, And then they came back and tied it 4-4. Then they hung on through a penalty uh, in uh, overtime and some great saves by Aiden Hill. And then they get to the shootout, and you could just see they smell blood because they had a backup goaltender making his first start for – for Colorado after just being traded there. And um, they, uh, the, the Coyotes buried three of three on the, uh, the shootout. So, uh, and, and figure this one out, Stephen. The one guy that missed for Colorado, Nathan McKinnon. <laughs> this is the guy that got stopped. Yeah, if, if, 
I yeah, if you money on it, it wouldn't be him. Yeah, as I said, that had to have been high in the sports books. That had to have been high, pretty uh, high uh, odds <laughs> of that uh, that was going to happen. Meaning that you could have put a, won a lot of money had it had it occurred because it's very unlikely. But but that's just uh, the nature of it, the game, and uh, that's why it makes sports so great. Sometimes it's it's not what you expect that ends up being the case, and uh, that's that's what's great about about everything. So uh, and, yeah, and looking what's forward. Coming up- What's coming up next is the Vegas Golden Knights are headed to Colorado. They're That's right. Play there uh, tomorrow, right? Boy, tomorrow and th- Saturday. Boy, yeah, and they had two two days in between here, so they really needed that. Boy, they had they've been playing a lot of games. Of course, everybody's playing kind of a lot of games, but they, you know, they've had to have some games postponed. They had to do a makeup game on Monday to make up for the St. Louis postponement back in a few, couple months ago, and and the schedule really gets busy. That I don't think I think the rest of the season they're not going to have more than a day in between games. So. Oof. It's going to be a grind to get to the uh, get to the playoffs, but yeah, they're they're doing good. I mean, there's a great performance against the the, the Blues on Monday after lo- losing in, in LA the night the night before. So, uh, Gold Knights look good, Silver Knights look good, Colorado's right up there. Eagles are in the mix in the AHL, and uh, Arizona's still trying to battle away in there. And who else we got? We got Tucson is hanging in there. So who else we got? I think that's everybody that we cover. So, yeah, yeah, I think you uh, got everybody. Yeah. So okay. and of course, yeah. So that's everybody. And of course, our ACHA teams are aren't playing, but we're we're getting close to the tournament there. So a lot of good hockey happening. Of course, you've been busy with the NCAA as well. So that's been tying up a lot of your time. So it's just uh, you know, you think about again. We brought it back last last week. We talked about this briefly a year ago. We didn't have anything. This this year we have all this. So how fortunate are we? And how much more do we appreciate the fact that we have all this this hockey now? Uh, because a year ago at this time we were itching to have something and we didn't have anything we could we could really follow for for months so to show you yeah and i'll 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 shout out all the places i've been because the the covid protocol has been unbelievable from the testing to the to the uh you know social distancing to the mask wearing i commented on this on my social media but arizona's been having fans since the season started and they have done an unbelievable job not just the coyotes but also the fans of the coyotes because they placed them, and even the visiting fans. There's a lot of Colorado fans there last night, but they placed them around the arena, and I'm sure it's the same thing in Vegas and when Colorado starts getting some uh, fans in starting uh, this weekend or next weekend, uh, 31st, I think. Um, what they've done is they scattered them around the building. So when I took a picture last night from the press box, uh, you could see the little groups of two or three or four people in one spot, and then there was plenty of room between somebody else. And, and then when they left, they ushered them out, um, you know, as you've seen in Henderson, where they've ushered the groups out by sections, and that seems to be working well. So I think everybody's working together and trying to make this uh, as safe as possible and a return to normal as quickly and as safely as possible. Yeah, absolutely. And I I want to end this on a somber note, but, of course, I want to – my heart goes out to the folks in, in Boulder, Colorado, and uh, what happened there the other day with the shooting there at that grocery store, very tragic and and uh, obviously affects uh, everybody. And then um, just what happened today in St. Louis with the former St. Louis Blues defenseman Bob Plager being killed in a car crash in St. Louis today. Yeah, um, that was, and that was so that's sad. There, I, I, you know, and we're not trying to make this a somber thing, but just. Just you know, just know that it there life is still life, and and tragedies unfortunately happen, and and we saw in Boulder, and you, and and from what you tweeted out, you actually visited that very grocery store, so that's just yeah. it's yeah, it's it very was. when you were there that's in Colorado, fair. so it's it's pretty it's pretty um, crazy to think about that, and and certainly uh, we wish everyone there uh, the best there, and, and we thinking about them because we we know yeah, about tragedy here in Vegas, obviously with what happened with one October, so. I'm glad you brought that up because, Stephen, it was, and I'll wrap it up on this, but uh, it was kind of surreal to me when I heard about it because I was doing the Monday show and, and the, everything started coming in to me afterwards. And uh, when I was thinking back to it, I thought, oh, no, I was in a King Supers. I was in several King Supers while I was there. but They're pretty common that at that area. Yeah, and, and I found it um, that it was the one that I was actually at after I visited CU. I stopped in for a, a Diet Mountain Dew and a Snickers bar, of all things. Um, got in and out of there, and uh, I, I commented many times to people about how beautiful that city is and how quaint it is and how you just felt so safe there. And now to have that all taken away, but um, 
what was the surreal part for me, Stephen, was you know, with one October, um, as soon as I heard of it, I started texting everybody I knew in the hockey world in, in Las Vegas because I knew that many of them were probably um, very close, if uh, if not involved in, in where that was. So I, I did that, and the same thing came to mind. I, I got a hold of Benny Toller, the head coach at uh, CU, and gave him our uh, condolences and, and our prayers and thoughts and let him know that we were thinking about him and made sure that everybody at CU was doing okay. And he said it was pretty tough, but everybody was physically in good shape, so they would uh, be hashtag bolder strong from this point. Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, hated to end on that note, but I just thought those were two no, important things, especially since we were talking Maryville and that that area. Of yeah. course, losing a legend there with that with that St. Louis Blues defenseman uh, Blob Plager, um, sadly in a car crash today. Original. Yep, and then of course what happened in Boulder the other day, because we of course we have the because you said the but the Colorado University is up in that area, which is part of our coverage area now. So we're we're thinking about them as well. Absolutely. All right, well, no way, good way to transition out of that, but we'll say goodnight and ask you to tune in again next week for another great show of Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. So goodnight, everybody. Should I do the closing read, or we're just going to end it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about the closing read. Yeah, go ahead and get it done. <laughs> I lied. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Maryville University and Maryville Saints Hockey has presented Club Hockey Southwest Weekly, also brought to you by Verizon, the 5G, 5G ultra band for business that America's been waiting for. We can edit this in post, right? <laughs> Maryville University and Maryville Saints Hockey. Come to Greater St. Louis. <laughs> exactly. And get a first-class education, a first-class hockey experience. Caesars Entertainment, wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. Roger Klein's Cancion Tequila, ultra smooth, Arizona owned. Go to MexicanMoonshine.com and try our original cocktail recipes. By OxyPal, visit our full line of natural cleaning products at OxyPal.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, where it always seems like it takes you longer to decide what to eat than to actually eat it. Summer skates, doesn't matter what season, we still like to keep our drinks cold. Get your personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. The University of Arizona by M-Drive, presenting partner of what drives you. M-Drive in the morning, relax at night. Our two-step system for energy, stamina, recovery. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice, or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. Maryville University and Maryville Hockey's Club Hockey Southwest Weekly and all the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Sorry. Presented by Maryville University and Maryville Hockey as a part of the Ice Time Hockey SW.com network. Oh, there goes Alexa. It went off for the first time there. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to end it on this because it was such a great blooper, but Last night, uh, I forgot to unmute my phone. Uh, I'm just, it's been a crazy week. We've had all kinds of stuff going on, but um, the show is now complete. So thank you for catching me on that. Uh, just one other really sad note that just flashed across my TV as we speak. Uh, Grand Canyon University uh, earned a spot in the uh, National Basketball Tournament, uh, NCAA tournament, and uh, they just lost one of their players in a car crash in Lodi, California today. So, oh um, gosh. Uh, Oscar uh, Freyer uh, was killed in a car oh. accident today, along with a, three or four other people. So it, it's just, uh, you know, life is fragile, folks. Just take care of it. Absolutely. Right. Cherish, cherish every moment you have, that's for sure. All right. We'll say goodnight now with uh, Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Goodnight, everybody. Have a good week, everyone.